Hey there, sister friend. I have a huge favor to ask of you. If you have been a listener for two or three episodes now, and we've been hanging out right up in here any number of weeks or perhaps even months, girl, have you left a written review for this podcast yet? This is something that truly lights my heart up. Every time I see your comments and what you guys think of this show and your favorite episodes and which ones have inspired you or supported you on your journey or perhaps even changed your heart or helped you reframe a situation in some way in your life, then I'm going to ask a huge favor of you right now. If you have not done so yet, will you please press pause on this episode and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the Apple podcast app and leave a quick review of this show and how it's impacted you. I would love to hear from you. And if you want to do me one more favor, take a screenshot of this episode and post up in your stories on Instagram or even share it on Facebook. Sister, this is the best and only way that I know that this show is touching your heart. And let's be real. It's what keeps me going and keeps me excited about showing up for you week after week after week. I know that we're all busy, but if you can do this for me, that will bless me more than you know. I can't thank you enough. All right, now let's get on with the show. Hey, sweet sister. Welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you. So let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey, sweet sister friend, welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I'm so glad you're here because today is a very fun and exciting day. First and foremost, at the time of this recording, we are approaching two very important holidays. Now, if you're listening and you're an avid listener, you know that I typically drop on Tuesdays and Thursdays. However, this is dropping on a Sunday. And the reason being is because we are celebrating two holidays, one in the Gregorian calendar, pretty much typically what we follow here in the U.S., and then secondly, one in the Hebrew calendar. So the Hebrew calendar starts the night of Hanukkah. It begins today, the very first night, the Festival of Lights. Um, Really, the word Hanukkah is dedication. And so we won't delve into that. That's a whole other topic. We could literally go on for several episodes about that. But it is also the first day of Advent in the Christian calendar, which are the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. So it's a very exciting time. So I felt led to do a Bible study and the Holy Spirit convicted me and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) You want to go ahead and slow down and teach other people to slow down during this time and have some rest but you're going to go ahead and speed it up with doing a group call and doing a study and sending out PDFs and emails. And I was like, Oh, let me let Gil check my heart there. So I decided to use the podcast platform to share information and some insights with you. Now, this is not going to be a traditional Advent study. I would encourage you if you are interested in that, there are several other places you can go to, to do a daily study. It gives you literally the scripture every day for the entire month of Advent. 
you can go to faith um i think faith gateway has one or faith yeah faith gateway has one um i know that the proverbs 31 has one there are several places you can go and plug into daily readings this is going to be more so though of really just a time of intimacy and connection to prepare your heart to receive what God wants to do as we celebrate this most joyful time and this joyful season. So I'm going to be sharing some insights and reflections. Of course, they're all rooted and based in the Bible and with stories of Jesus's life and perhaps, you know, Old Testament as well, scriptures and readings. But ultimately, sister friend, this is an opportunity for you to go deeper in your relationship with God as we prepare for this Advent, the coming, the preparation, for the miraculous arrival of Jesus's birth here on earth. So with all of that, let's dive in. Okay. So first and foremost, y'all, it is so important to just know God and to seek his face and not his hand. Now for years and years and years, you guys, and sadly, I will admit, I oftentimes will revert back into this childlike behavior where I'm like, you know, stomping my feet, crossing my arms, rolling my eyes, pouting my lips, because I want God to show up and do things on my time. Mm -hmm. I go back to that juvenile way of living. And really it goes back to that orphan spirit. Hop on over to the October sessions, learn about the orphan spirit. I won't dive into all that now, but ultimately what we need to do to grow closer to God is spend time with him. And that's the only way you go close with anyone. Think about back in the day when you were first dating your boyfriend or your husband or whatever. And you were like, you spent hours on the phone and hours, you know, going out to dinner and, you know, walking on the beach and doing all the exciting like little butterfly feelings. You were getting to know them so much so that whenever they called, you know, we're talking pre-caller ID. Okay. Y'all, uh, you knew their voice. That's exactly what God is calling and asking of us. Now I will tell you. You will get to know the voice of God. Guess what? Only when you hear him. (laughs) So you know what that means? Okay. It's gonna be hard for me, but that means you're not the one who's doing all the talking. Okay. Mark Batterson has a great quote and what's more powerful and more important than talking to God is listening to God. That's almost like a little riddle. Like what's more important and what's more powerful than talking to God, listening to God. Because he is constantly trying to talk to us, sister friend. But guess what? We drown him out. We are so caught up in so much else. We have all these noises. We have all these voices. We have all these images. We have so much literally barraging and sometimes berating, you know, kind of negatively talking to our minds and playing over a script where we can't even slow down to hear God. But we know that he tells us in 1 Kings 19, 11, and 12, it is this still small voice. It came after the vault, not the volcano, but after the hurricane and after the wind, it was a still small voice. We also know, of course, in Psalm 46, you know, that's near and dear to my heart because it's my 46th time around the sun this year, but Psalm 46, 10, be still and know that I am God. Psalm 143, I love that one too, because it says, I wake up, David says, I wake up every morning and I seek you in your unfailing love, direct my steps. And so there's this desire to wanting to know God, wanting to draw closer to him. But most importantly, sister friend, that takes us being still. That takes us sitting and being quiet. Now, I will also tell you one of the number one ways, of course, to hear God is through his word. But you also need to know that he is going to speak uniquely to you. His voice is going to sound differently to you. Just think about the Bible. Think about how uniquely God spoke. He came to Jonah in a whale. He came to Moses in a burning bush, right? He comes in the form of a donkey. Like he can come in so many different ways and he will speak uniquely to you. 
So that might be for some of you through a podcast where you hear something and then it stirs something and convicts something inside of you to go and learn more or to study that deeper. That's my highest hope and prayer with doing this podcast. Not that you're going to get revelation from me, but that it is going to encourage you to then go that next level to go deeper and to find out and explore and go a little bit further. All right. So that's just kind of like laying the foundation for this overall Advent study. Okay. Really getting a time to be alone, be still, hear God, literally think about the song silent night, silent night, holy night. Okay. Now we know that God did not give Jesus during a silent time. There was a lot of chaos going on. And that's actually one of these episodes is talking about chaos, but we remember that silent night, like that was such a monumental time. You guys think about our calendar is based upon Jesus's birth. So it's always funny to me if an atheist writes a check, guess what? He believes in Jesus because he's writing that date on there, (laughs) you know? And so our celebration of Jesus's birth on this earth is so powerful that it literally marks history in a date and time. So we're going to dive in and we're not going to, like I said earlier, we're not going to just do the traditional, you know, prophecy from Isaiah or the gospel accounts of Jesus's birth, you know, away in a manger. This is going to give you an opportunity to perhaps study Jesus's life But more importantly, to look at a bigger picture, kind of looking at the 30,000 foot view and then taking away personal reflections for you to then go deeper. I once heard, heard, pardon me, Joyce Meyer say, you know, that we shouldn't study the stops, excuse me, we shouldn't study the steps of Jesus as much as we should study the stops of Jesus. Boom. I'm going to say that again, because that is like a quote card right there. Put that on your Twitter account. We shouldn't study the steps of Jesus as much as we should study the stops of Jesus. Because y'all, we know that whenever Jesus stopped, he performed miracles. And sometimes on his way to perform a miracle, he got stopped. Think about the woman in Luke with the woman with the issue of blood. He was on his way to heal, pardon me, Jairus' daughter when the woman with the issue of blood stopped him, touched the hem of his garment. And he was like, whoa, 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 people. Let's stop this crowd right here and see who touched me. He felt that energy leave him. He felt her hand touch him and she of course felt healed. So during this Advent season, I want you to experience a miracle. I want you to, just like when Jesus stops, I want us to stop, reflect and look and see what is he doing in these times where he stopped and performed miracles. This is that season for you to experience a miracle, not only the miracle of Jesus's birth, but in your own life. There are 37 recorded miracles in the Bible. You are the 38th sister friend. Like I mentioned earlier, he speaks in very unique and very individual ways. And he has something that he wants to share with you, but you have to stop, slow down, take time to pray. But just like Mark Batterson says, more importantly, take time to listen. So today we're going to camp out in Mark seven. I love Mark's Bible or Mark's account of the gospel. And so I want you to tune in to Mark chapter seven. If you're taking notes, you know how important I think it is to write notes down in order to live a noteworthy life. You must take notes. So Mark seven verses 31 through 37. And if you look specifically at the top in your own Bible, or if you're reading from an app, um, it says the miracle of the deaf and mute. So I'm not going to read the entire um, part here to you, but I do want you to go back and read it on your own, perhaps toggle through some different translations but maybe reading your commentary or your study Bible. But ultimately, this is where there's a crowd of people and there's a man who is deaf and he's mute. And he comes, you know, they come to Jesus and they're like, you know, can you please heal our friend? Now, what's really important here is verse 33. 
And it says, Jesus took the man to one side, away from the crowd, put his fingers in his ears, spit, and touched his tongue. Now we know that Jesus had the power to not even be in this man's presence. And I'm sure you've heard, you know, many gospel accounts don't know why Jesus spits. You know, sometimes he spits on the, um, the dirt and then he puts it on their eyes. Here we don't know either. But I love that it starts with Jesus took the man to one side because Jesus had to pull him away from the crowd. And so today, sister friend, as you go through the hustle and bustle and you literally start doing your shopping or, you know, you're going to holiday gatherings and you've got a list a mile long to do, I want you to stop, step away from the crowd and allow Jesus to put his fingers in your ears and to touch your tongue. So in this passage then, and I might butcher this, but it is in the Aramaic, it says, Ephatha is how he says it, it's E-P-H-P-H-A-T-A. Be opened is what it literally, the literal translation of that means. And Jesus, as he touches his tongue then, he says, be opened. And look at how important this is, sister friend. It says he pulled him away from the crowd. He put his fingers in his ears, spit, and then touched his tongue. So first he had to open his ears. And then, of course, his muteness. Then he was able to then speak. But he recognized that it was his hearing. We know how important it is to hear the voice of God. You hear it all the time. I mean, there are books and books and books about hearing the voice of God. You know, hearing the voice of God. Like almost every pastor that I follow has some type of book, Bible study, journal, article, something about this pastor, you know, sermon, something like that. But it was then that he began to speak clearly because you have to hear something and then you speak it. You have to think it and hear it in your head before you can then speak it. So Jesus recognized this. And I love though that it just reminds us that there is sometimes a sequence to what Jesus did. There's always a purpose to what he did, but there was a sequence here. Okay, I have to open his ears before I can allow him to speak. And that is really, really powerful, sister friend, because God might be trying to speak something through you, but your ears aren't open to hear him. Maybe he's trying to speak something to get to someone else. Maybe you're the messenger. And remember that too, sister friend, all of your prayers are, all of someone else's prayers are contingent upon you praying yours. Okay. That's another Mark Battison quote. I think that's from Circle Maker. I think that's from that, something along those lines. So don't quote me exactly on that actually verbatim. But God wants to speak something to you so that you can then speak something to someone else. But if your ears are closed up and you're deaf to his word, you're deaf to his voice, it's going to be hard for you to relay that message. Think about the gifts of the spirit. You know, we have the gift of prophecy. We have the word of wisdom. We have that as a gifting. But if we can't hear what God is trying to say to us, to tell that store clerk or to tell the lady at the checkout at the grocery line, If we can't even hear what God is saying to us because we are so literally deaf to the world and deaf to hearing his voice, then we are going to drown him out and we're going to miss opportunities of being that miracle in someone else's life. We're going to miss opportunities of being a blessing for someone else. So during this time of Advent, sister friend, I would invite you to sit in stillness, to be quiet, to go back, read over this specific, you know, um, excerpt here from Mark seven. Go back and read over 1 Kings 19. Go back into Psalm 46. Go back into Psalm 143. Maybe you're going to go ahead and do your own Bible study, you know, in your Advent study. And I would encourage you to do that. But ultimately, I want you to sit and listen to what God is saying to you. Don't just talk to him. 
oh God, here I am before you today. You know, I thank you. You're majestic. You're wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Share those sentiments with him and then say, what does he want to share with me today? Who needs to know your love today? Who needs to have a word from you? Place someone upon my heart. That's where you start talking and listening to God. When you start asking those big, thick, open-ended questions. So in order to do that, sister friend, this is going to be an invitation for you to literally find some peace and quiet and set some boundaries. Now, don't get all legalistic on me. Like, okay, I'm going to do 15 minutes every day. Okay, check it off my list. And I made made Santa's naughty list or a nice list, whatever you want to say. I don't believe in that whole Santa shenanigans. However, I hope you don't have kids in the car. You maybe say, okay, I'm only going to check my emails twice a day. Or maybe I'm going to start at 9 a.m. Or maybe I'm going to go ahead and do a social media fast once a week. Or maybe I'm going to fast, you know, for a certain time. I know certain people, you know, friends of mine have said, oh, well, the, um, the devotional that I do is online or whatever. Well, there are other ways of getting the word first. Maybe what you do is you look at it from the night before and then in the morning you write down the reference or you screenshot it or something. I don't know. You find another way of getting it to yourself. But maybe you're not using your phone. Maybe you might even have to delete an app or two. I know that that's where the, the Lord is leading me right now is to really kind of taking time away from the things that take time away from him. Okay, this one might hurt a little bit, but maybe you have to distance some friends who are energy vampires. Mm-hmm. We know what that's like where we have some friends who, mm-hmm, they just suck the life right out of you, right? They're blood suckers. Or maybe you say, okay, I'm going to commit to reading the actual Bible during this time. And during these next, you know, four weeks, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I love how Henry Nowen, um, he's a beloved uh, Christian, excuse me, a Catholic priest. He's written many books many writings, articles, journals, things like that. But he says that silence is an act of war on our own voice. So this is going to be war. It is going to be battle because guess what? The enemy doesn't want you drawing in closer to God. He doesn't want you hearing what he says. He wants you to drown out the noise. He wants you to go ahead and consume yourself with, you know, devotionals and apps and, you know, social media and email and all the things, you know, versus saying, okay, no Lord, like, my relationship with you is so important that I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to make time. I'm going to put it on my calendar. It's a non-negotiable. Now, you know how I feel about having it early in the morning. I think that it's just such a valuable time to kind of get yourself anchored in the word in the day. So finding a time to be silent, finding a time to be still. And remember, this is not just like you just like sitting there. I know I have friends who like practice meditation. They go to yoga and they're like, Oh, you know, just capturing all the thoughts and, you know, making my mind empty. I'm like, well, that's not really what meditation is, (laughs) you know, through God's word. Meditation is marinating on the word. Lord, reveal to me, illuminate to me, show me what you want me to know about this. Is there someone that comes up? Is there an incident or happening in my life that relates to this? It's being active. It's being proactive in your listening. It's being proactive in your thoughts and what God might be saying to you. It's journaling them and writing those down. So, you know, don't just sit there and just use it as an opportunity to go ahead and write cards out or whatnot. Of course, if you want to do that during that time and that's where you're feeling led that day, that's great. But I would just go ahead and have a journal next to you. And I would just, as those thoughts come to mind, write it down. God is obviously speaking something. You're proactively listening. You're having that opportunity to have that dialogue and let him speak to you. You know, so that means you need to go ahead and stop and slow down and notice what comes up and take note of that. It's pretty simple, you guys. I know it's simple, but it's not easy. 
I know. So during this time, sister friend, I just pray that you will open your ears. You allow Jesus to go ahead and come step away from the crowd, put his fingers in your ear, ears, just go ahead and drown out everything else that might be keeping you busy and not living a full life in terms of fruit. And I would just say, okay, Lord, I asked during this next four weeks that I'm going to commit to hearing your voice. Holy Spirit, I ask that you're going to direct me to scripture, that you're going to reveal to me what it is that you want me to know, that you're going to open my ears, you're going to clear my mind, that you're going to ready and prepare my heart to receive the ultimate gift of Jesus in knowing your voice more clearly. So sister friend, that is my prayer and my hope for you during this Advent series. Again, it's going to be dropping every Sunday. If this blessed you, you know, I always love hearing from you. Please leave a rating, share it with a friend, um, you know, write a review. That is only on Apple iTunes right now, you guys. Spotify doesn't have that kind of rating system just yet set up that I can find. Maybe, you know, steer me wrong um, or prove me wrong, I should say. Um, I would love to hear from you if you know otherwise. All right. Until next time, sweet sister friend, be blessed. Keep shining your light and listening for God's voice. He's speaking every single day every single minute of it every day. And if you need to know that, go ahead and close your eyes, put your hand on your heart. There you go. That's how he's speaking to you today. All right. Until next time, keep shining.